Wondering how to navigate local, city, state, or the federal government in order to grow your business, secure funding for your nonprofit, or advance your organization's agenda? Welcome to Lobbying Insider, a podcast that brings listeners to the intersection of business and government to provide a rare perspective on how things actually get done. We will dive into some pressing current issues, provide keen observations from the past, and keep an ever-watchful eye on what's coming next. I'm your host, Zach Fink. Glad to have you with us. This is Zach Fink. I'm the Director of External Affairs here at Davidoff Hutcher and Citron. We are going to talk a little bit about the Somos Conference in Puerto Rico. It's an annual conference that takes place in San Juan. It's kind of a who's who in government and politics from New York City and New York State. It has only grown over the years in terms of its importance and making sure that people who have some sort of relationship with the city or the state, have clients, have business, or even are just trying to delve into politics that they attend. It's grown in size, it's grown in its scope, and this year was certainly no exception. I'm joined now by two guests from here at our firm, here at Davidoff, Hutcher, and Citron. Let's start with you, Bianca. Hi, Bianca Rajprasad, Associate Director here at Davidoff, Hutcher, and Citron. have been with the firm now for five years, just made my five-year anniversary. Um, and prior to worked in state uh, government in the state legislature. Happy to be here today. Well, there you go. I didn't realize it was five years, but uh, <laughs> I remember that interview like it was yesterday. But I'm, <laughs> I'm approaching 18 years. Wow. Sean Crowley here, partner at the firm and uh, working in the government relations firm since my start. I am an attorney, came out of a small firm in Queens and uh, a little political family out in Queens and been involved in politics my whole life. So when the intersection of economics and politics came together, I'm a political economy major. I figured, doesn't that mean I should be a lobbyist? And so here I am and then having a great, great, uh, great time doing it. Very natural fit. I should just say for my background, I haven't been here very long. I've only been with the firm a few months. However, I was someone who was very involved in politics for a very long time, I used to attend this Somos conference every year as a reporter. I worked for New York One, I covered the State House, and I would go down every year and provide endless television coverage of the various events that were taking place in Puerto Rico. It was very nice this year for the first time to not have to do that and to be on this end of it, which is more the, the business and lobbying end of it. Uh, it was uh, it was a different experience and and one that I that I really I really enjoyed very very much. So let me just throw to both of you in terms of first impressions here. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's so big you can't be everywhere all at once. Inevitably, you're going to miss a few things, but there's also probably a few things you stumble across or see or conversations you have that are unique to your experience that other people may not. So, Bianca, let me just start with you just in terms of what your takeaways were from this past weekend. I think the amount, obviously, the like you mentioned, the conference grew exponentially over the years, yeah. and this year actually exemplified how big the conference is in terms of connecting state and local elected officials and bringing them all in one space. Um I thoroughly enjoyed the conference. I love the fact that they highlighted tech this year. Obviously, that's going to be a huge topic going into the new year. But also love the inform informality of the conference, right? Like you're not only just trying to conduct business, but now you're meeting with legislators and learning like what they like to do on the downtime or what their favorite drink is, right? right. Um, it's very informal. And um, I think that's one thing that I loved about it is that you get to meet legislators in a different light. Uh, rather than just being like policy legislation, you know, like conducting business. So I think that was my takeaway from this year was like 
really connecting with more legislators during the year. And you have better access yeah. down there, not only because of what you're talking about, because it's a more relaxed environment, but just because you're all kind of in the same space. So whereas you might bump into someone in the halls of Albany or even the corridors in New York City at City Hall, this is a little different. Right. You know, the, the, the pressure's off. People are wearing short sleeve shirts, you know, the bathing suits, <laughs> bathing suits and drinks flowing. Right? <laughs> it's just, just a different environment. And, and I think guards are down a little bit. And that in some ways helps facilitate, I would say, more organic conversations. Perhaps even uh, people are, are more honest and, and open mm -hmm. about their intentions, et cetera. Uh, so it's it's a really good environment in which uh, to get into if you're if you're trying to advance your goals in government and in politics. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I mean, I think more than anything, it's the energy and the vibe, the fact that people are, uh, as you said, like you know, disarmed a bit, yeah. and you know, you see them in a different light, and you know, you're not talking major policy with them. But one of the big things is, you know, post-COVID is just seeing people, right? And just being right. out there. Yeah. It's been, and, it had been a while, right? And, it, you know, and, and we're getting there, no doubt about it. There's, there's a number of events that are getting on and people are just so excited to be at it. Because, yeah, you know people, but being what we do, you know, we have to be with people, talking to people, mm -hmm. engaging, exchanging ideas. And that flow and the organic sense of it that happens out in Somos is, is, is really cool. And we actually had a cancellation of Somos in 2020. I mean, they were back in 2021, I do recall going uh, a little more limited. People were still mask wearing a little bit. You know, there were people were cautious mm -hmm. about being in some of those big spaces because a lot of it is also kind of receptions, cocktail parties. Right. You know, you're, you're, you're technically you're in Puerto Rico, but you wind up spending a lot of times indoors, mm -hmm. right? Uh, going from thing to thing. The so weather as well. Was weather the this year, yeah, right? We should yeah. also know this weather this year did not cooperate. I mean, you had a handful of... Uh, Nice. I wouldn't even say nice days because it's only only a few days. But like you had like hours maybe where it was nice and yeah, you got to pick your clouds. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it rain again. Right. You'd have to go back, you know, go back inside and and whatever else. So so that also put a damper on things. I also found it was a little spread out this year. Mm -hmm. uh, it did seem like the the main event was at the uh, Grebe Hilton Hotel, which was kind of across town from the El San Juan and the Sinesta which is where traditionally, at least last year, it was held. And they were more seamless because you, they were right those two hotels were right next to each other. This time it was about a half-hour car ride from one to the other. So I, let me ask both of you. I, I did find that in some respects there was no kind of central meeting point. I agree. And I think that's what make the conference a little divided. Um, I personally enjoyed it when it was at the El San Juan and at the Sinesta because it's kind of like you're walking back and forth to hotels rather than taking an Uber yeah. 30 minutes across right. town, right? Um, so I think that was my only negative, I guess, feedback on the conference was that it wasn't, there wasn't no central meetup. I know, I think, you know, definitely after the receptions were done, people were divided in terms of like going to the old El San Juan mm -hmm. um, area or like, you know, hanging out at El San Juan Hotel, um, but there was no area where you could find everyone gathering, whereas in previous years, everyone was at the El San Juan Hotel, right? Mm. Like everyone who's anyone, you would find them at that bar. At some point. <laughs> at some point, <laughs> you would walk right into that building, right. find them at the bar, and then you knew who to pick away and who you had to pull to the side to have yeah. a conversation with. And this year was kind of a little difficult. You had to do a lot of texting coordination no, between right. people. So. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, you had your, your set schedule and then you have events that pop up. Right. And a lot of those pop-ups conflicted. So that half hour ride was turning into sometimes a 50 hour, 50 minute ride. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you know, right. that, that was going to be kind of difficult and you would kind of torn. Hey, do I go to the Adrian Adams event over by, you know, right. uh, Carolina or 
do I do I make sure I get out to that other event, uh, various ones that, that conflicted with her? So right. we had a divide and conquer in that sense. And certainly New Yorkers can relate if you're trying to get to multiple events at a single night. You know, certainly government and politics, we have those situations. Getting around town here can be impossible. But San Juan's also a city, you know, and 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 it's vast and and it's not all contained in one in one location. So so that can also be a challenge. So Thursday night, we all came down. We had a pretty big presence, I think, our firm, DHC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a number of clients. Say the largest us. ever. Largest yeah, ever. I, I, it was. It was. And uh, we were obviously blessed by Sid Davidoff. Yes, yeah, Sid right. Davidoff, our, our principal, yeah. was was there in person mm-hmm. um, and held a, a very successful dinner, I thought, for us on Thursday night with some clients, which was a lot of fun. Um, and I do think, you know, wound up showing up that evening was Yusef Salam, who is uh, very close to Keith Wright, mm-hmm. uh, another member of our firm, who he helped win his election in Harlem. And he just seemed to be someone who was in very high demand all weekend. I seemed to glow, right? He yeah. seemed wherever he was, and he does stand out of a crowd physically, being a tall gentleman. <laughs> and something about him, though, his energy, people just had to be around him. Obviously, his story is what it is. It's so authentic. It's... Uh, that, that people just felt the need to be around him. And he was, the pictures were flowing, Yusuf Yusuf, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I know being at Speaker Adams' event, you know, she realized, hey, I got, I got a new member, not only is he, but he's a u- unique one, right? He has a story that so many people are interested in learning more about, and his ideas and, and, uh, are really going to, are really something that people wanted to, to get hold of. And so his demand was tremendous. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, the amount of national press surrounding his race, I think, really amplified, you know, who he is and how important his seat is and and his role now is going to be in the city council. Um, So I think that's why everyone was gravitating towards him. Mm. And also, he's a great person, like a a great person to know. And obviously, he cares about his community. He wants to be helpful. And I think this was also eye opening for him, too. Right. To now see. I don't I think this is his first Somos. He's never been to Somos before. Um, but to really see the diversity in our <laughs> in our private sector world versus, you know, his public sector world that he's going to be entering in January. Um, he definitely got a glimpse of that during Somos. <laughs> just a little bit of background for just a little bit of background for the uninitiated, just in terms of uh, his candidacy and what it meant. Uh, Yusuf Salam was a member of what was known back in the 1980s as the Central Park Five. These were five teenagers who were accused of sexually assaulting the Central Park jogger. Central Park jogger was a woman who was jogging through Central Park, was attacked. Uh, there was an enormous political pressure. It led the news every single night. All the papers were all over it, demanding yep. an arrest. These five individuals were arrested, charged with the crime, gave what many said to be false confessions that were coerced uh, by police. Years and years and years, this wound through the courts. The former president, Donald Trump, was involved in offering rewards for these individuals, which, you know, also stirring the pot, fueling racial tensions in New York. Things were very tense in the 1980s on that front, and this was one of those pinnacle cases that really brought home the divisions within the city that we live in. Years later, they wound up being exonerated, and uh, it, DNA tests proved that they did not, in fact, commit this assault. An individual confessed to the actual crime, and the Central Park Five, as they were known, became known as the Exonerated Five. And Yusuf Salam was one of the lead voices, I would say, of that group. And just this past year, he opted to run for city council in Harlem. He had been living in Atlanta 
but came home to run for a seat representing the community where he grew up. And Keith Wright, who works here at DHC, uh, helped run that race. Keith, of course, serving in the assembly for many years, representing Harlem, uh, and had a, a vast network in Harlem. So it was he wound up winning that race pretty handily, and it was just a tremendous comeback story, and a story I think a lot of New Yorkers could relate to about salvation and about overcoming obstacles and coming back to then serve the very community that you have full circle to no leave, doubt. yeah, you know, as as a young man. So, so I, I think to Sean's point, I, you know, I, he really did have kind of a, a sheen to him. I think there were a lot of people drawn to him. It's a tremendous New York story, and it's one that people can relate to. And I think he's going to do very good things in the city council. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. I remember those times, and and they were difficult times. And certainly, he lived that in jail, and his family, uh, you know suffered because of it and he suffered because of it but when when you engage with him there's no bitterness you know there's there's right. no positivity you know there's no sense of of you know maybe he's got a right to be angry at something but he just wants to do the right thing and that just comes forth when when you when you're around him so I'm excited to see you know what he's going to do the kind of energy to, and his thought leadership here in the council how that's going to impact Right. There's two ways, I guess, to come out of something like that. And, you know, he chose to kind of the better, brighter path mm -hmm. with all that, how mm -hmm. to turn that into something positive. And, and we should say Keith Wright's son, Jordan, is going to be his chief of staff, help run the campaign. So it, it was a real interesting thing to see the reaction to him. Uh, we saw him again at, at our dinner on Thursday night and saw him again on Friday as well. Uh, Friday. OK, there were a lot of events. Right. I know Bianca mm -hmm. and I tried to get to as many as we could. Um <laughs> And it's sometimes tough to do that, right? We, we hit a couple, right? There was the Brooklyn Democrats, which I think is worth mentioning. We did go to that event, um, which was held by Chairwoman Ronnie Spichot, um for the Brooklyn Party Democrats, um, Democratic Party, um, which was a great turnout. I know Governor Hochul was in attendance, which was very smart um, to have a presence there. Um, I know um, Eric Adams, senior advisor, Ingrid um, Martin Lewis was in attendance alongside some of the Brooklyn elected officials. I think... That was, I think that was also a good opportunity to show the coalition behind the Brooklyn Democratic Party. And then also, again, it was, that was actually one of the events that was a central meetup. I think everyone that, every who's who was actually in that room. I think you're right. Right? Yeah, yeah that was one of the big ones. No, because to the point, you're trying to find where the event is, right? right. And there are probably <laughs> several of them that can qualify. But that, I agree with you, certainly does. That was a, that was a that, big one. That was definitely a central, um, well-attended event. Um, but... And then also, what what event did we go to after that? It was the it was the, Queen's Chamber, right? Queen's Chamber. Well, first there was the wrong turn we took. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Should we talk about that? Bianca and I, Bianca and I actually got in a cab and went to this just a little aside here because not everything works out perfectly in life. We got in a cab and went all the way out to this location, only to learn that. The event had been moved. Sure enough, the event was right in the hotel where we were. Literally. So, yeah, it was a few feet from us. Yeah. So we were like, oh, okay, let's yeah. not advertise this. But then, of course, I just did because I just told everybody. <laughs> and now I'm running the face. That was hilarious. We went to La Conchetta, the yes, other hotel. The other hotel, right. Yeah. And it was like a 10, 15-minute drive. And... Yeah, a little Literally, detour. Little, little detour. Little yeah, detour. Yeah, yeah. You kept that one out. I never heard about that. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, but now you heard. <laughs> see what happens now? You get yeah, the microphones yeah. out. You know, <laughs> truth serum right here. It comes right out. Yeah. But we yeah. came perfect timing actually to the <laughs> Queen's Chamber event because, like, right when we walked in, it was about to start. Yeah. So everything happens for a reason. It does. It well, does. let me let me tell you what you missed because that was the conflict, and uh, I was at a great event uh, at Entrevinos yes. in Carolina, and the speaker 
Uh, Adrian Adams mm-hmm. had a wonderful event, huge turnout, you know, who's who on the, on the council members. Right. And then there was this fella that walked in, Yusuf again, <laughs> walked in. And as I said, you know, she, she brought him up in Santa, but very well attended event. Obviously, uh, speaker doing tremendous work, a tremendous job. And so that was reflected in the crowd and the energy in that room. I should also talk about Sean, the one you and I attended in Old San Juan. See, sometimes it's kind of that, that comes out. That yeah, that, that, was a, that was a good that was a good one too. That was a good one too. It's sometimes hard because you know Old San Juan is also like a beautiful old Caribbean city mm-hmm. and cobblestone streets mm-hmm. and a sort of fort there. And you know we we were Sean and I went down to go to this Tech New York City cocktail party, which was actually really fun. It was at a local restaurant. Uh, you know, a lot of people there, smallish venue, I thought. But, you know, sometimes you just don't get a chance to get into the city as much. A lot of small rooms, right? Yeah. But, but a lot of great people, and the food was outstanding. Food was outstanding. I do want to focus on the food for a second. I mean, you were telling me all <laughs> you know I was Zach, all over Nothing that. really beat the food <laughs> at that party we went to. I'm, I'm a bit of a foodie, there's no doubt about it. They yeah. did a nice job on the food. They really did. Yeah, they really did. So. Yeah, just See, Bianca, you missed face. that. Because you know yeah. I, mean? yeah, I had a delay flight. You had a delayed it wasn't flight. Wasn't my yeah. Ah, that's right. Yeah. But then Zach, after that, we made our way to another location. We we got a bit lost, right? But, we did. You know. We did. We were trying to find our way, and we were everybody from that party went to kind of the next party, which was very New York City, right? Well, yeah, yeah, the after party, go. right? Yeah. So <laughs> they were going to a dive bar not that far away. We got, were a little late following them out, so we got a little turned around. And I remember showing our kind of trying to find this place, which was a little bit challenging and uh, eventually did. But I remember at one point we were kind of like, well, I suppose there are worse things than having to walk around on the streets of old San Juan, right? That's a, doing we did job. We dodged the rain over a few small terraces. You yes. know, it was kind of part, yes. part, of, part of the deal. Now yeah. it all worked out. Rain always starts when you're outside, right? right. Just when you're trying to walk around. <laughs> <just> <laughs> so yeah, overall, I, I think a big success. I mean, it's, it's one of those, you know, uh, things that you have to do every year that people in our line of work do the policy. Politicians certainly all, for the most part, show up, you know, for one reason or another. They, they can't come one year or another, but also seem to think that taking care of the things they need to take care of can get done seamlessly at something like Somos. In, in terms of what we just do, I, I, I just want to get a couple impressions from you and just in terms of, of, you know, what our representation means, what we're trying to do for clients. Well, I, you know, just if I may, before I get into that, we did yep. go to an event. Uh, the next day, there was an event with uh, Congressman Member Mang and Velasquez. Oh, this Lee was Velasquez. The pool. That was yes. the pool party. Tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, if I may, because I thought it was great, because Hakeem, Hakeem walked in, Hakeem Jeffries walked in, and uh, the speaker in waiting, and he was like kind of mobbed. Minority leader. Right. In the, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the House he, of Representatives. He kind of has that presence now and that rock star status that warrants a crowd to kind of just go around him. So, you know, he was taking, he was, uh, uh, you know, he, he had to pull people away just to kind of get some quiet time with the Congresswoman Mang and uh, Velasquez. But that that was a cool event. But I think, you know, when you talk about for clients and the clients that, that we work with in the room, it's a little nugget, right? You know, silver bullet. It could be. But you know what? At the end of the day, you're building your relationships, you know, yeah. and, you know, people see, again, as in a different light, a different setting. And, you know, and, you know, you don't get heavy into, into ass or policy you know, the, you know, the members know, you know, oh, yeah, okay, I know who you are, okay, 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 get you that, but, you know, so when that follow-up meeting, you know, the formal meeting happens, it's a little more meaningful in yeah. terms of a personal sense. And in some respects, that is what we're selling to clients, right, which is this accessibility, the fact that those relationships exist, how to get noticed in a sea of competitors. Mm-hmm. And I, so I hate to, to ruin the flow, but to go back to Saturday, you forgot to mention the Fat Joe 
event, Sean. You that was the is? biggest event. You yeah. saw yeah. Fat Joe, right? Yeah. Fat Joe the I, I had seen Fat Joe before, but unfortunately, <laughs> I wasn't able to get to that event. You didn't? No. Oh, I, I was there. Get, oh, I saw the photo. Oh, I was there. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And not only talking about like informal settings, we had assembly members and senators rapping on stage before <laughs> <laughs> before Fat yeah. Joe came on stage. <laughs> so you had Eddie Gibbs from Manhattan. Um, he he. Rapped, so I forgot what song he he rapped. Um, then you had Senator Jamal Bailey get on stage as well. Latrice Walker now where's was that doing video? Biggie. Where's that? There you oh, go. I have the oh, video. you have the video? Uh-oh. <laughs> Jamal Bailey knows a lot about hip-hop. I've he had does. this discussion with him. He's the Bronx chair, also state yeah, senator. He's terrific he's, he's really yeah, He's really well-versed. But let me he's ask you, how, well, how about Ruben? Because Ruben, Ruben, Ruben killed it. Ruben, Ruben Diaz, Diaz Jr. Jr. Ruben Diaz Jr., Killed former it. Bronx Borough president, who is also a big hip hop guy. You don't got it, yeah. He, he did great. Yeah. Oh my, you can't, you can't touch Ruben on the yeah. mic, you know, yeah. like. And he's got the moves too. And I he know. got I've the seen moves it before. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then after that, Fat Joe came on stage, and I feel like people were making jokes on Twitter, like you see Fat Joe more at some of these caucus SOMOS events that you see legislators and yeah. I, I thought that was hilarious <laughs> that is funny because <laughs> he does he's come out a lot court? Is yeah, that he's it? holding yeah, yeah. court now <laughs> and we're also looking at you know this year has been the 50th anniversary of hip hop so there's right. been a big celebration so Absolutely. there's been a big crossover between you know New York based rappers and this is where it all started right. it started in the Bronx and they've been kind of coordinating at events with local leaders and elected officials who've been very inclusive of celebrating this big 50th year. Right. And they've been also what you're seeing, too, in recent years is a lot of people involved in the music industry, specifically in hip hop, have been really vocal on criminal justice reform. Um, Obviously, when they were legalizing marijuana um, in the city of New York, they were also out there being vocal in terms of making sure licenses were going to those who had previous convictions. So, like, just to see, like, the intertwine of hip-hop and now state and city government, I think yeah. that's so interesting and fascinating. No, you're right. It's, it's not a new relationship, but I, I think this year especially it's been highlighted. Just yeah. that the roots are here. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a, it's, you know, it's so, the music is so important to so many people, right. and, and the ties that bind are right here in the city of New York. I right. still want to get the Sugar Hill Gang out in front, and uh, I remember back in high school listening to them and the battles, and quite frankly, it was the battles of the blacks and the whites, Right. We're going to have Bruce Springsteen or the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. Well, the coach said, you'll have no music if you can't decide it. And let me tell you, everybody knew the word to the Sugar Hill Gang by the end of the year. Yeah. And so that that kind of takeover, that is part of every every neighborhood now in New York. You know, So it starts in the Bronx, and now it is who we are. Staten Island, Wu-Tang, you know. Wu-Tang. There you go, there you go. Can't forget, she always got to represent. <laughs> exactly, yeah. always. I would say the biggest name to come out of uh, Staten Island, certainly in the last 30 years, right? The Wu-Tang right. Clan? Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Cream. You don't, don't make me start rapping yeah. on this podcast. Oh, wow. She's starting to move. Can we, can <laughs> we get a beat here? Can we get a truels and everything around me? Cream. Get the money. There you dollar, go. dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> All right, so we went into hip-hop a little bit. <laughs> Let me bring us back. I, I was going to just go back, Bianca, to, to just the earlier question about regarding uh, just what we do in, in terms of uh, facilitating for clients and kind of bringing this access to, to those who may need it. I think, you know, a lot of times, us as lobbyists, what we're viewed at is not only being advocates, but breaking the red tape between, like, the nonprofit world, the private sector versus government, right? And being at this conference now helps us to 
basically like paint our elected officials, our local state, state stakeholders in a light where it's like, these are not just bureaucrats behind a desk just saying no to everything that we want. These are real human <laughs> beings. They're one of us, right? <laughs> um, and as, as, if, as long as they know you and your story personally and you make that connection, that's an easy way to get access moving forward, right? Like, like you had mentioned, you know, meeting, like, I'll just you know randomly say this meeting us like Assemblywoman Bashat at a reception right, right in Somos, um, and making that personal connection there at one of her receptions. She's gonna remember that when you go to Albany, um, and you sit down with her and you're coming with your legislative budget ask right. Um, so I think that's the value behind bringing clients to Somos is that one you get to have fun with them and you get to personally build your relationships with them, but also they get to see their local, state, and city government representatives in a different light. I think that's a really good point. And I think a, a lot of... To the beat of Fat Joe. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no less, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of this also ties in. I mean, we're talking about hip hop. Like, this is a lot of the kind of commonality we all have as New Yorkers, right? It's a shared cultural experience. The connection we all have to a place like Puerto Rico, because there are so many people who came to New York from Puerto Rico who have family there still, who have ties to the island. Uh, so all of these things really, I think, help kind of find common ground between those of us in the kind of lobbying space versus those who are actually elected officials, business, et cetera. I mean, mm-hmm. we, as New Yorkers, we have a lot of those values in common. No question. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, getting back to, you know, the melting pot, you know, everybody uh, down there is well reflected, you know, yeah. and everybody getting on. Uh, it's a positive forum. Uh, you know, another question, when you have a little piece of fruit hanging out of your glass, that helps, you know, right. when, when you buy a poolside, <laughs> yeah, right. right. you know, that helps. But, you know, and the edge is off a little bit. That's right? it. Yeah, you know, yeah, the edge is off. And, 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 and it's just it, that that's that's the spirit. Yeah, that's really a spirit. Yeah. No, I, I think it is. And I, I think it's a very successful, you know, conference that they've been having here. And there's a reason people keep coming back and keep doing it. And, you know, they, they, they have things like this in, in other states, but nothing quite like this, I, I would say. I agree with that. Um, I think also, too, one thing I want to add is this is not only about like bringing leaders together it's also con- make like creating your own network so there right. was a U Albany uh, reception that happened with the U Albany alums and I'm a UA alum and the amount of people Man, that promo, are in state right? that are in state <laughs> in local government that went to U Albany I wouldn't have known it's a ton yeah there's yeah. a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. and I wouldn't have known that unless you know like someone like the U Albany Alumni Association didn't put this event together, I wouldn't know how many lobbyists, how many staffers went to U Albany, and mm. that builds now my network, right? Because now I have that connection, and I'm like, oh, I'm a UA alum, UA, you know, you know, right? So um, that's also beneficial too on our end is building our network too internally with staff who we know are so important and integral in the in the government space, but also you know amongst lobbyists in terms of like shared clients, like how we could work together. Um, which I know I made a bunch of connections on, specifically on housing. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a big benefit. It's there. a relatively small world we operate in. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little thing, just even our, at our dinner, you know, getting our clients mixed yeah. amongst other clients, you know, letting them say whether they're not for profit or in the for profit world, how can they work and help each other from the yeah. dough front and the workforce development and, and, and that end of it? You know, I came up with an idea that I'm following up with Jennifer. And I said, hey, you know, let's, you know, what's on the workforce development end. Mm-hmm. I said, let's let's get together when we get back to New York. 
But that idea kind of flowed at that table. You know, did the sangria help? You know, it didn't hurt, right? And the mojitos, yeah. And the mojitos, <laughs> I, you know, I don't mix, I don't mix, but... It always does. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but seriously, what came out of that was, and Yusuf was sitting next to her, and, and you know, we, we kind of just brainstormed a little bit, and she goes, wow, we could really use that to help our, our people who, you know, lifting them up out of poverty, getting them yeah. out of supportive housing to the next stage, the next level. And so that's, that I feel like And you that never know where game. that next great idea or mm-hmm. the synergy is going to come from. And sometimes it's in unexpected quarters, right? Who, who knew that they'd be brought together through their lobbying firm? Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, it is really interesting. That's value. And it's real yeah. value for the clients. I think that's right. I think that's right. Okay. Sean, Bianca. Thank you so much. The for trip's it. over. I yeah, gotta fly it. back. Yeah, no, that's our that's our little <laughs> little reminiscence, our little trip down memory lane. We'll, we'll be back next year with another Somos episode. But go. <laughs> let's go. Please come join us. Come, yes, join us. come join us in in Puerto Rico. Uh, that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you all so much for joining us. I'm Zach Fink, and we hope to be with you again soon. Mm-hmm.